Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hi, I'm here with Jamie Duran, energy expert from Solar Harmonics. Jamie, what's one of the most let me see. The most common question you hear when people call you about solar. Well, Adam, thanks for having me. Very excited to be on the uh, the first solar podcast. The number one question that we get and every solar provider gets is how much does solar cost? And that's a really broad question because people are really used to just kind of going on Amazon, seeing how much something costs, clicking it, and it arrives the next day. With solar, it's a bit more complicated because we are talking about energy, and so how many solar panels a person needs or a home needs really depends on how much energy they need. So if they're a house and they have a pool and they have an electric car and they have four teenagers that are running the lights uh, and air conditioner, air conditioning, or hair, hair dryer, air conditioning, then what happens is they use a ton of power, and so they need a lot of solar panels. If it's a retired couple and they kind of live by themselves and they live very conservatively, they might, they'll definitely need a lot fewer solar panels. So how much does solar cost really depends on how many kilowatt hours that house actually uses. Then there's a bunch more factors. Go ahead. Okay, I see that. So what are some other factors that uh, you take into consideration when you're actually putting together an estimate? The first big one is their house and how their roof is oriented. So in California, uh, south facing roofs are the best. We can use fewer solar panels because we get a lot more sun exposure when we can face the panels on the south roof. However, a lot of times there's not access to the south roof. Uh, it could just be how the house is built or there might be a huge tree that's uh, in the south. And so we need to find an alternate location. Next best is the west location where we need just, we, could, we have to add a couple more solar panels. Then the third best is the east side. And then the worst, unfortunately, is the north face. However, there's things we can do. We can install on the north face and then tilt the panels up to the south uh, using a, a kit called a reverse tilt kit that really just tilts these uh, solar panels to the south. So it really just depends uh, where will the homeowner allow us to put the solar panels, and then that really can determine how many solar panels we need. And also it's the angle that their roof is at. So there's some roofs that are at a 45-degree angle, some that are a 22-degree, which is optimal. Uh, and so it's really dependent on those three factors is really where their house is located. The second is where can, you know, the, the direction that we can put the panels. And then third is the degree that the uh, the solar panels will fit. Okay. What about uh, – I've heard – I've seen solar panels that are on the ground or raised up. Is that something that you also deal with? 
Yes, uh, oftentimes homeowners really just don't want the panels on the roof at all. Uh, and so they will allow us, uh, once again, it's wherever the, the homeowner will allow us to place the panels. And we're, we do place panels, we do ground mounts for sure, and that's a great alternative. Uh, we still tilt them at uh, close to 10 to 15 degrees and face them due south as, as much as we can. Uh, then we can also do, we can build on patio structures, although it is more difficult because a lot of times the patio structures are not designed to hold solar panels, so we have to get structural engineering involved, and the cities do require that we get a structural engineering report and a stamp from a certified licensed uh, structural engineer, which can add to the cost of the system. Wow, that's a whole lot of information. Thank you for taking the time to uh, go through all that with us. And uh, any other closing comments that you want to give? Absolutely. When talking to, when you're finally looking to go solar, there's three pieces of information that the solar provider absolutely needs to provide the most accurate quotation. First is the address. They can pull it up on Google Earth. Uh, thank you, Google. And they can actually see your roof online and they can see the obstructions and potential shade issues. The second thing that they need is your annual kilowatt hour usage. Uh, this is the most frustrating and difficult part of going solar because the utilities do not make it easy. However, uh, check with your provider to see how you can get that, or even better, call the utility company. At, unfortunately, waiting on hold, but if you can get the annual kilowatt hour usage uh, that you've had in the past 12 months, that is key. The third thing is the annual electricity cost because that determines how much you will actually be saving by going solar. In California, uh, in the PG&E uh, or Southern California Edison or San Diego Gas and Electric territories, in general, if uh, someone's electricity expense only, so not including the natural gas, is $100 or more, then it really, you should really strongly consider going solar because what happens is you're adding an asset to your house that literally increases the value of your home and getting rid of an expense that will never go down and it'll never be cheaper than it is today. So it's really the difference between owning a house, for example, versus renting. People buy a house so they can build equity and build their investment, and people rent because they're kind of transitional. So it's the same thing with solar. You can kind of rent your power from PG&E for the next, your entire life and keep paying more and more every year, or you can invest in an asset that will pay for itself. And once it's done paying for itself, it still keeps producing. Solar panels will still produce, you know, their minimum 25 years. So you're really investing in your house, investing in the future, and helping to protect our environment by generating 100% clean energy. Wow. That sounds like a win-win all around. Thanks a lot, James. All right. See you next time. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.